All right, ladies, welcome to the podcast. Uh, First, I just want to start off with introductions. We can go clockwise. Um, Just let us know your name, you know, what do you do, uh, anything that you would like to, you know, shout out, and if you want to, um, any social media or anything. Okay. My name is Brittany Chanel. Okay, over here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My name is Brittany Chanel. I have a brand called Sophie Punk, which is a leather goods line. We have uh, purses and clutches, and we also represent a movement of those who express themselves through fashion and music. Also, I am a children's author, and my book can be found on Amazon under Brittany Harrison, and the book is called Abracadabra. Mm, Social media. Social media is Sophie Punk Chicago. Stoke. Hi, you guys. My name is Fallon. I go as Foul Pal, the Astro Weather Woman. Here, I always giving you the temperature of the cosmos. Um, I am uh, the CEO of Essential Vibes. Essential Vibes is a, uh, essentially a business. Um, for those who are embarking on their spiritual journey, those who are in the midst of their spiritual journey who may need some guidance. Um, and what I do is, is I want to bring spirituality back in the education system. I think that's one of my goals with my brands and um, not only just for children, but for adults to be able to connect and relate to one another by understanding each other's energy Um understanding our own energy so we can be more accountable of how we relate and how we attract certain things and certain situations in our lives. Um, And let's see, I just want to say we got a new moon coming up on November 14th to the 15th. Um, I do follow the moon cycles to manifest. I teach that as well uh, for women who want to get in tune with themselves intuitively or or people in general who want to know how to manifest certain things in their lives in a timely manner. Um, And my social media is Fallon Brown. You can follow me on Facebook or you can follow me on Instagram, which is essential underscore vibes 28. And then I have a Snapchat that is I am underscore goddess 28. And you can find me there. And yeah. Okay, hello, I am Nicole Malcolm, a.k.a. Mad Painter. You can find me at Instagram, madpainter1204, with two Ds, also on Twitter, Nicole Malcolm on Facebook. Um, I'm a visual artist, hostess with the mostest, and I'm also a spiritual counselor. Mm. Keep your eye out for me. Ashay. See, I didn't know all y'all was just so in tune. Ashay. Alignment. Of course. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I heard, but now you said it. Yeah, divine alignment, divine timing. Ashay. Okay, so let's just get into it. Um, relationship expectations. Uh, I want to do this because as we talk about anything going moving forward, like I feel like this will always be, always be the basis of you know, who we are as people, what we accept, what we do, um, and just in general, the relationships that we have, whether it be friendships or, you know, romantic relationships. So, so in like relationship expectations, we have like set in the blueprint. So, um, what are your expectations or what should expectations be in the beginning and how important do you think they are? Um, I think that expectations are extremely important in the beginning, but me personally, from my experiences, 
and just my present is that not to get focused on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Like if you set the blueprint, you know, I look at it as a house that is that is to be built, you know, like you set that blueprint up. You may not know what that house is going to look like, but you know that it's standing on something of foundation. So if you know that you nest, it's you definitely need like these five things in order to have a successful relationship. Like, let's focus on those five things. And then from there, you have an idea of what you want. Therefore, you will attract somebody who reflects that. And then anybody that's not in alignment with that can just, I mean, they, they, that's not going to work out. So that's pretty much how I view it. <laughs> I agree with that. I'm going to veggie back off that um, a little bit. But I'm going to replace the word expectate, expectations to intentions. I think it all depends on what your personal intentions are at that time. When you know personally who you are and what you need in that time framing, um, I feel like you need to be more intentional about how you want to share space, you know, and being intentional about what type of partner you want or be intentional about what type of relationship you need that is conducive to your lifestyle and your growth. So I think being intentional is is important um when it comes to expectations um i guess you can have expectations based off those intentions um i don't think so. i think a lot of times yeah. based off of you what you said chanel when you said you know you just blindly you know you attract you i believe that you attract who you are so i think you have to be ready to <laughs> experience once you start calling out for your soulmate or your soul tribe because you may not get exactly what you're asking for because usually when you relate outside of yourself it's usually to learn something it's usually to grow so it may not look exactly what you expect but once your intentions are set in stone you can check back on that list of, of intentions like okay my intentions was to find somebody who is emotional or who I want to be emotionally available you know in this relationship or my intentions is to travel with this person or my intentions is to not be dealing with my childhood trauma in this relationship you know maybe my last or you you go back from where you come from and then you where you you know you want to check in with self first like I just think that's more important than to have expectations on another person because God gives you and the universe gives you what you need always I'm definitely in agreement with um, how she worded that. Not so much in the expectations in uh, someone else, but in in yourself. As far as expectations and what you expect for yourself. Because we're always expecting something from somebody else, but we're neglecting to bring to the table what we're asking. So as far as what she's speaking of with the expectations and intentions, to more so direct that energy to self and to be what it is that you're asking for. So I, I'm definitely in agreement with, with, with what the ladies are speaking of. And, uh, yeah, But more so on uh, self and not um, the weight on someone else. Because that, that, that kind of changes what you see for the us in the relationship as opposed to what it is. I want, I expect yep. this, I expect you to be like this. So that kind of shifts the dynamic of the us as opposed to both just self. Mm. I agree. Yes. Intentions were like was like further on the list, but y'all look Fallon always takes <laughs> <a joke>. he <laughs> always takes what I'm thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, I just 
um, she like, let me correct you right now. <laughs> but no, um, so I agree. So in saying that, what do you look for in a mate? Or like what um, some things that you know for sure is like, like you mentioned you have like five qualities. I don't know if you already have in your mind or like you have in your mind what those five qualities are. Or it's like, and if you don't fit this, you know, I just know like maybe mm-hmm. spirituality or anything like that. Yeah, because everybody's, um, what people are looking for can be different from what the next person mm-hmm. um, is looking for. Also, because we're all different people. And like you both said, you know, we're, ultimately attracting our reflection so whoever you are you're gonna attract and we're all different so um my my five things whatever that is right i can't think of it right now but um i just know that before um i was in a relationship i definitely knew what i wanted like i had made that decision and i had placed myself um, spiritually, mentally, and even a financial situation to where I would reflect. Mm. That person would reflect me. I would reflect them. So it was like anybody that ca- that came across me. I just I just knew that they didn't reflect what I what I wanted. And so I'm the kind of person that is verbal, but I'm very nonverbal. So I'm trying not to ramble, but there are people who can say things. And then they can display something Mm. else, right? So they may say, I want a woman I could grow with, right? But like their behaviors may not even have nothing to, they may not even, don't even know what they're talking about, right? So for me, those five qualities that I was looking for in the partner was those five qualities of myself that I felt were heightened. So um, does that make sense? So like, I'll just say, for example, I'm a trainer and um, I want to work from home at some point. I want to travel the world with the person that I loved. Right. So anybody that I may have went on a date with, if they're like, oh, I don't really care about traveling. It's like, OK, you know, you're a good person, but that just doesn't that don't that don't match. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm big on um, not really going back and forth with people who you're trying to be with. You know, we shouldn't have to try and force someone to be like us. You know, so I'm just a very like, okay, this is just not, it ain't, it ain't this, this ain't that, like, just gonna move on. So I know that probably is kind of all over the place, but um, the reason why I guess I can't give a clear answer is because everybody's five things, things are like different from no, it makes that sense. other person. Usually people five have things. something either they're looking for or something that they know for sure that they can't put up with. Mm-hmm. So what they can't of, put I'm sorry. So it's kind of like, you know, either, you know, you're this or at least you're not this. And I think that it's like falls within the line of deal breakers. Um, and that's like another thing that's like rampant um, in today's society or dating world or whatever. Like in the society, we call it cancel culture. That was like, oh, you did this. <sighs> Canceled. canceled. <laughs> but like in day news, like, oh no, you know, yeah. his teeth was too far apart. Like, you know, so um, speaking of deal breakers, so how do we feel about that? Like, is it relevant? I was gonna ask, what was your first question? What was oh. the, what, oh, can you reiterate that question again that you asked before? Did I ask after the expectations? What was the second question? Oh, um, just is it important to like you know emphasize it? Like, how should should they be said in the beginning, or like oh. do you have any? 
Okay. Mm. Well, I'm going to just say personally, uh, because I feel like everybody has something different based off of what they're working through. Like me personally, because I can only speak for me now, I'm going through a lot of shadow work. Okay. So with that being said, um, not to say that I'm not worthy of a partner. (laughs) It's just certain things that I have to be accountable that if I'm doing shadow work and I know I'm working on myself, then I got to understand that that's where a person is going to meet me only because if I'm working through some stuff and I'm doing shadow work and I'm trying to figure out who I am and what I want um and you know and be comfortable with myself too uh that's uh my higher self and my lower self uh and accepting myself whole when I'm in that process you know I feel like I attract certain people whether I'm on my lower vibrational self or my higher vibrational self i feel like i've been a person personally who have attracted like both you know um but i think when it becomes out of control or when it's not in alignment it's usually a lesson so i think i'm always down for the lesson but i've learned that sometimes those lessons can cost you really good friendships <laughs> and really good partnerships that probably should have never been romantic, you know. Um, so I think me personally, that's just something that I've learned to just be very honest about where I am as an individual and not get so caught up in the reality that my ego has created. Because my ego can say, oh, I want this type of man. I want that type of man. Or I want this and I want that. But if I'm not understanding the root of why I'm asking for those things, it may come and show up like that's what it is. But then it'll turn into something totally different that get me that gets me off my track and off my path. Mm-hmm. So I just try to be very in tune with myself more than anything. I don't go searching or looking, I guess, at this point. So the people the people you say that you attract, do you give all of them a shot? Like, you know Um, those who I am attracted no, I think those who I have a deep connection with. Those I I have this thing where I'm like, it's something I'm supposed to learn from you. And I've had and I've learned that a lot of those relationships that I had, they have not they weren't relationships. The only real relationship I had was my marriage. And anything outside of that was you know me relating literally it was it really wasn't like a partnership or well i'm not gonna say it wasn't a partnership or a relationship because i think those words get tricky because relationships don't always have to be romantic and um and you can be romantic with your friends (laughs) so i just think sometimes we box ourselves in to how we supposed to relate to people and i think i'm still exploring and learning that so with me being in a process of now that we're in a time where we we're, we are redefining what relationships look like to us. A lot of folks in the past has gotten married because of love. In my opinion, that's the stupidest reason to get married. I'm sorry. I love I can love you and not intertwine and get the government involved. <laughs> you know, but you can also get married and still be in love with that partner too. So I also I'm I think I'm breaking down what these type of uh, relationships or these type of uh, soul ties I like to call them are and um, and just being very intentional about what they are I think I'm unlearning some things so I'm not gonna say it's ever gonna be perfect in my lifetime but I will say I rather learn and figure out you know what what has come to pass and what does that look like for our world now 
so we can better plan for better relationships in the future. Because I don't think the relationships like we were doing in the age of Pisces is going to work for the age of Aquarius. I think our expectations are a little bit, you know, maybe a little deterred. Um, this, which is why I'm learning to be more intentional. Now wait, <clears throat> am I able to curse? <laughs> I have to ask that first. So, in considering the questions that you were, the first two questions that you asked, which I can't remember. I'm, I'm remembering the point. Right. So it was the whole expectation thing, and then um, like how this relationship is starting. And I got two different visuals. You have one thing when you're out on the prowl and you're, you're are we fucking, are we getting together? Or what? Mm -hmm. Then it's mm -hmm. a totally different situation when it's a friendship and y'all coming in as friends and it's not mm -hmm. a thing where it's like, you know, I'm trying to holler at you, right? You know, eventually I'm gonna fuck you. I mean, I don't know where this is going. But it's like when it's a, a organic thing, it kind of makes a difference than when you out here looking and when you mm -hmm. out here like, well, I expect this. When we go out to eat, I expect you to do this. Yeah. So, so it's like, it's mm -hmm. it's a little less pressure when it's more organic. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a situation where you're able to get to know a person and it's not so pressuring, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not so pressuring and not in a place where, well, if we're going to be doing this and this and this going on, I expect this because if you're going to be acting like you're going to be doing it to me, you got to feed me, you got to do So it's like... <clears throat> When it comes in as, as more of an open thing and it's just like a friendship thing and you're working to get to know the person, you're able to kind of get to know their expectations, see where they're going. I mean, if they fuck a motherfucker being honest with your ass. Yeah, but then, right, and if, I mean, and that's, I mean, that's not just a good. man thing. Right, it's, a, it's a people thing. So it's like, because we're, we're, we're now in a place where... We're in this microwave stage. People think we got to get this. I need to be married by X, Y, Z. I need to have a kid by this. So it's like it's a thing where people are in such a rush. Well, again, it's about their own expectations, but not somebody else. But it, it kind of shifts when you're organically getting to know somebody. And then it's like, oh, well, what you're thinking about doing? Or, or how do you see relationships? or Because it's not not necessarily so dissected on... Uh, but this nigga don't like this, he don't like that. But you're more allowed to get to know the person, how they act when shit hit the fan. Then that's where those deal breakers come in at like, oh, I don't know if I like him talking to his mama like that. Facts. And it's like, you don't really, when you're friends, you kind of, if, if you're in that environment, you have the opportunity to get to see the person in different. And plus, it's like there's not this so much of a front of, well, you know, I'm trying to, to make this person my baby so-and-so or something like that. But it's, it's more like they're more open and more so being they self. Especially if it's at a, a place where they're open to talk to the opposite sex. Mm. So then you can see how they treat the mm -hmm. person or see what's going on. See how they... Because that is a very valuable lesson. Now, if you do want to have it, we're so stuck to mine, 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 mine. Mm. It's like Possession. you want to see how people are going to be. Because if he's treating so-and-so like this... I don't give a fuck if she is a bitch or a hoe or whatever. Yep. So you gonna you mean to tell me you just gonna treat her any kind of way just because? Well, it's like this is somebody that you chose to deal with, that you chose to be with, and it's like you you kind of need people to see how they're gonna act conflict when they're need not conflict. with you. So it's like you you right. kind of have a better idea of 
if I want to deal with this person, if I don't want to deal with, like, or do we have a mutual thinking here? So, you know, I'm so I'm seeing where you're going with it, but you know, I'm seeing the two different, uh, uh huh, the, the dynamics of how it is if we go this route or we go this route, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, with your average person, they don't start off as friends. So I guess what I'm getting at, like, what makes somebody you know who's like a stranger because we get to. Like, I call myself, like, a social media warrior. I, like, sometimes look at people's profiles. I look. Sometimes they say, don't click the comments. I'm clicking the comments. <laughs> then they say, I'm like, they said that? Let me see what type of life they live. <laughs> like, yes. oh, like, who procreated with this person who thinks this way about women and things of that nature? So I say that to say, like, some posts, they go viral, and they have these comments. And I've seen where some people feel like a lot of men, I'm not going to say men, because I think these are younger boys younger young adults and stuff like that the new generation mm-hmm. like they feel entitled to a woman and her time so it's mm-hmm. like women are supposed to talk to any man who approaches them feels, feels the need to talk to you so that's why i mean like when you say that like what makes you say like hmm you know what you seem okay you know you seem okay because and sometimes we know sometimes everybody have that little oh yeah i get bad vibes about you get away from me but then it's like what helps them progress to like, okay, you know what? I will give you my number. I'm so glad that you mentioned social media because that goes back to the ego that our worlds create. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see past that and and not to judge anybody because I feel like we've all been there. Where we Our egos have created this reality of what we feel like we want or what we need or what our projected reality is supposed to look like. But have not took one ounce to even look and to see who you are. I think that's why I do birth chart readings. Like, it's interesting because people call me an astrological stalker. You know what I'm saying? I'm the type of person that I need to know your birth chart. I need to know what your birth chart looks like. I don't want to even really interact with you if you don't know how you emote. I don't really want to interact with you if you don't know about yourself and about your or what that twi- what the first 12 years of your life looked like. You know what I'm saying? If you haven't even made peace with that, if you haven't even looked that far, like I guess me, I feel like where's your spiritual journey? Where's your mental journey? And I think the the the, the mental as uh, your spiritual, your mental um, your intellectual journey, and I think the physical is the last thing, but I think that's the first thing that everybody say, always goes. Everybody always want to, and me, I'm primal. I'm a Sagittarius. I'm a Sagittarius. You Sag too? I'm Sag, you know? So I'm very primal. You know what I'm saying? I'm a very primal woman. I like to actually, I feel more confident when I ask, when I'm, when I'm seeking out. Versus when a man is seeking me, I feel very self-conscious because of the because of the consciousness or the awareness of the consciousness that I have about certain men. Like you said, some men are so entitled to your space, to your time, to your energy, to the point that where I'm just like, okay, I kind of want to get to know you. I think I feel more confident in my own choice than you choosing me. Right. And I know that may be a little like maybe superficial or <laughs> whatever you may call it, or it could be a coping mechanism, you know. But like like. I said I'm honest to even work through that and understand like this is why I do what I do like uh, I think people need to get to the root of that some people you know they come they they lead from off of their you know their genitals you know what I'm saying they see somebody that's fine they're like oh she's fine da, 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 da. but is that really what you need in your life and I feel right. like that's what the dating game is like like people are like 
don't get it. No lie. And, and, and physical like, chemistry is important. I get it. Because, like I said, I'm primal. I'm a sad. Like, some people's just status, though. It's not because yeah. you look good. It's like, you're going to make me look good. Like, Facts. Who you are. And just having you on my, you know, having you on my arm, I'm now the man. Mm, trophy. So, um, that's oh, yeah. Well, that's like an in- that sounds like an in- like an insecurity, whether they know it or not. Like if mm-hmm. you're looking for somebody to make you look good, then you might have to look inside. Like, why do I feel like I need somebody? You know, it's okay so to do you look, not look at- good yourself. And maybe you don't. You know, like maybe you looking crazy. You got to maybe. <laughs> A lot of times I, I mean, be- maybe you do. Maybe you don't. But like, you can't really look at somebody else and essentially end up exploits that's exploitation right like you they look they look good on you they make me feel good but what if that person is not there you know like what if they're not doing what you want them to do now what are you going to do to them you know that so that's that's insecurity that's actually a problem you shouldn't be trying to find a toy you know that toy gets old eventually and that's where codependency relationships are birthed Mm -hmm. yes yes Mm mm-hmm yeah. So that's going back to though, but like most men are taught, like you know, at a young age, you're taught to seek out women. Like we see it now, like when mothers have sons. Oh, he's oh he's so handsome. He gonna be taking all the girls. So they're starting at a young age to the point where they're preteen, and their first outing is a strip club. Like not all men, but like in the black community, that is celebrated. Like, it's like, oh, you you 16 now? Like, I'm gonna get you your first piece of, you know? So I feel like as they get older, like, you have to evolve. So that's where it comes mm-hmm. to, it's still an insecurity, but it's like, oh, well, now I need something to show for all this, you know, all these relations that I've been having. And they think because a woman looks good, okay, she's wifey, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that depends on the man though. Mm-hmm. And the man's upbringing. Mm-hmm. Because even though that does um, seem like the majority because of what's being exploited on television, that's really not. Because you just... Yeah, not all. I'm speaking on like strictly like where I grew up, like in the hood. That was like the thing. I mean, yeah, but you have to keep in mind that there are majority yeah. single mothers. And then the True. ones that do have the men that are involved. Like it really depends on the men's background and, and what's happening. Because that... And that goes back that to the conversation we had at the barbecue one difference. time. When I was like, I think if they have like a male figure in their life, they're less likely to act a certain way towards women. Sometimes, yeah. Right, but you told me you had... Depending on the... That, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, yeah. And that's why you just can't look at, oh, no, he like has both, both family. Yeah. I mean, he has both parents. They are. They seem to be living nice. And yeah, yeah you. it's really about mm-hmm. um, how the person is... This, okay. It's, so what you were saying as far as... Because I, I don't want to take it too far, but then what you were saying as far as a guy who like wants a showpiece... When there are certain things that you are looking for, just like I'm sure all of you ladies are a professional in whatever it is that you're doing. Just like you are a professional in what you're doing, there is a certain language that comes with your professionalism. So just like in studying love or in whatever it is that you're studying, there is a, a certain language that comes with these things. So if you got... Whether it's the dude or the broad that's doing the same, whether she wants money and using it as a showpiece or that's what he wants, there's a particular language that goes with that. Because they have to, no matter how much they finesse the love bullshit, it's going to be somewhere in there that they're going to discuss 
their professionalism and what it is that they're trying to do. So, and that's where it's really coming from because when we get caught up in some of these things, it really be our own lust. It really be our own things that we really want because we want this, that, and the other so bad. And so it's like, if you stand and it comes back to expectations and intentions, when you're staying on your own path and focus, it's like, motherfuckers gonna fall off either way. And then once you're becoming a professional in the path that you're becoming in, that's where that equally yoke comes in at. Because mm -hmm. it's like the only way a professional can come to you and talk your language mm -hmm. is if they know they, they study shit. It. Exactly. They if study they know it. they shit and they study it. And that is where it mm -hmm. gets tricky because back to what you were saying about in the hood and the, and the men like are you 16 you got a body are you 14 you got a body it's like that vetting process has been a culture for women for a long time where it and become in our age in our time frame it comes like one of those things when you're a young girl you grow up in the hood you see the one the, the one guy who see you grow up and he say oh you looking like this but it's actually so many levels to that that i've even experienced as a woman and it's interesting because when you said it was a, it's a language, it's like I didn't realize it until because I was dealing with this person that I was being vetted by for 10 years until I got to a real life adult. And I'm and this is just recently until just recently when you understand that you were under a, a type of hypnosis because that's where words are. They're cast spelling. So when you understand words and intentions and language. You know, if you don't have a good upbringing or you don't have people on both ends, whether that's on the man who's vetting or the young lady who's falling victim of that vetting, you know what I'm saying? Because she wants stability and he just sees a piece, you know what I'm saying? So if you speak in her language of stability, oh, baby, I can make sure I take care of you. I can make sure you're good. I love you. You're beautiful. And then the whole time that girl think it's a relationship, but it's not. It's real life prostitution if you really want to be deep down and in, 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 in with it, you know what I'm saying? But because that because of how that young man was raised, he may not understand that. And it's men out here who don't even know that they were under a vetting process from the women in their life, like mm -hmm. you said. When they young, oh, you gonna be, you gonna get the girls. You gonna, it's the women are vetting. So even when we do this Me Too movement, we also have to have compassion for the man in the situation too, because hey, he's been programmed to be that way, and he don't know any different. Especially if his mama, his aunties, and all the other women is telling him he's fine, he's sexy, and he gonna get these women, and they en enable these men into thinking that it's okay because of their own lack of love, because of the cycle that keeps going. So you have to also be honest and it, and it needs to be some care on both ends like when it comes down to that that process you know um of, of of vetting is what i like to call it i call it it's a vetting you know where it's like it's like a comfort zone it's like you know i'm going because i know this this girl she i feel like i relate to her but it's like her frontal lube ain't even developed all the way so how can you even relate to her when you're 10 years older than her like how you know what i'm saying but then at the same time a part of me do see how it can work when a woman actually has the the knowledge and she can actually make those decisions but not based off of her survival and her stability i think that's when it becomes tricky you know it becomes a process where it's like that's not a relationship you know that's like a second daddy to a degree i mean it is a relationship but it ain't the relationship that you really feel like it's going to and not to say that it won't work you know it can work you know but i just feel like both participants need to understand the language because that's what true honesty is mm -hmm. when you ladies get a chance 
please watch Cuties on Netflix. Cuties? Oh, my God. Yeah, I said. Please. Oh, somebody told me to watch it. My please. best friend told me to. I'm going to watch please, it tonight. Please, please, please. I'm going to watch and it tonight. the only reason why I'm, like, stressing it because I've been seeing how they um, promoted it on on uh, Facebook and how it was pedophilia. But that's what my best friend said, but she said it's definitely still worth watching. It is worth watching. There are some uncomfortable scenes, but it definitely lets you know without the man. Like, the man is playing a role in there, but it is so much as a role of, like, father figures. Like, what's it, like, you will have to see it. But as far as the little girls, it is showing how um, the entertainment is over-sexualizing these little girls. And even though no one is trying to um, come at them like that, they're throwing it. So it's like, it's, it's a... It's, it's a, a programmer. It's, it's a, a programmer. Yeah, it's a it's a and they they were using like um it was dubbed in the um another um it was I forgot it's what language French, it was. Yeah, I think it was French. And then they dubbed it in um English. Mm-hmm. So they used Kim Kardashian. I don't know if they really used Kim Kardashian in the French version or whoever that they pay attention to. But it does like it is valuable to pay attention to how um, sometimes there aren't um, people, so to speak, that's vetting us, but there are other just outside sources that just make us want to be programming TV, you know radio. It's a grooming process. So sometimes it's not always just like the guys that's doing it. There are like, um, or or women, just like there are just like people, just like you're in a place where you're not getting educated properly. And then you're just exposed to stuff a little bit too early and you just be like, fuck it, I want to try it. Or I want to, I want that attention or know how it feels. And that, that works on both boys and girls. Yes, because I've even seen, I watched another video that I'm going to share with you guys. It was pretty much about, it was addressing the women. I mean, a lot of times, I do see how people say oh men need to be held accountable for their actions and things of that nature but also how can we as women there's also it's always an ebb and flow it's never just oh with the me too movement they come out oh poor women no it's like you know and I even say this about R. Kelly yes he deserves to be where the hell he is for what he's done because he's had time to get the help that he needed but that's trained behavior you know what I'm saying nobody wants to talk about the fact that his 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 sister molested him nobody wants to talk about how to fix that and no and, and instead it's just easy to put a black man under this light of being this person because it just makes America look easier to demonize a black man. Yeah, because if he was cool, he'd have been on Epstein's team. So. Yeah, they're trying to make they're trying to make the black man the face of of everything degenerate. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's an, that like the whole R. Kelly thing. I definitely like most of us have a problem with his behavior. Yeah. But I do have a problem with how a whole entire series was. It came from that and, and got the, an award. He's it, like the, I'm the story. Sorry. The story definitely should be vocalized, and everybody deserves to express um, their experience, whatever their trauma was. But it's just that that they used um, him in a way in a way that will weaponize. Um, mm-hmm. Weaponize our mm-hmm. demise, right? And mm-hmm. a lot of times we have to realize, like when that is going on and also based on what you what you just said like um sometimes we just get curious especially when we're young we just we want to we see it on tv want to try it you know got exposed to stuff too early i mean i know i definitely was you know looking going through a parent's stuff and you you know you see stuff you see things and um 
you're like, wow, you know, that's something that I want to try. I know I'm too mm-hmm. young, but eventually it will happen. So then you're up here, you're you're exploring in your mind, you know, um, you're watching, you're watching more. So I say all that to say, if you don't have proper guidance from your family, whether you there's no mother or there's no father, you know, the system's like, hey, why don't you listen mm-hmm. to me now? Mm-hmm. I got you now. We should watch cuties. You should be like them. So it's like, that's what we have to, we have to realize when we are being vetted and groomed to um, make more mistakes and to continue the cycle. Mm -hmm. I mean, unfortunately, um, we are walking around as programs Mm -hmm. and some of us are deprogrammed, but that's a new thing that's going on. We're deprogramming and unlearning. And then when you meet someone who's deprogrammed, you know, does that deprogram is, does it, does it match your Deprogram, <laughs> right? So it's like software yeah, like, <laughs> yes. Do this software match Does it match? Software. What about the hard drive? <laughs> you know, I know I kinda like I know that's kinda some people don't think of it that way, but I really do. Like your program is this and my program was that. However, it it goes into language, you know? Um I'm gonna even just go as to far as far as to say, you know, there are people who maybe there are women who are strong women, but may enjoy playing a role. That doesn't mean that they are not being their authentic self, mm-hmm. you know, but they, they like the romanticization of something. It may not be romanticism per mm-hmm. se, right? Like she may want to um, dress up in a way that is reflective of how she may feel inside. And he may know that because he knows her outsides, insides, they close, you know, but she, this, he know this is how she is. You know, I'm a cancer, so that's how I am. I'm like, I like, I'm, I'm into the, the, the visual, you know. And you have to still be real. And if he speaks your language and he knows who you are, he knows this is a, a woman who knows if she wants, she's strong. But sometimes she just likes to vibe this way, right? So we just have to be with people that that match our program at the end of the day, and. It's simple, but it's complicated. And we have to decide whether or not we want to deal with this trauma or that trauma. Because ultimately, we all got trauma. Like, we can't say that we don't. And we're all deprogramming, unlearning from that trauma. But a question that I posed to myself earlier when you sent the talking points was, do their shortcomings match your shortcomings? You know, just a thought. Like, we all have shortcomings. We all have problems, right? So we have to accept those problems. But do they match ours? Are they too far? You know, or is something that we could deal with? You know, language. And that's what I was going to ask you, Fallon, um, at first. So I guess I'll circle back around to it now, um, followed by the next question. But, like, if you meet somebody, you know, from your past, like your past self, somebody who matches your past self on your upward journey, like, where do you, like... You know. Then I'm a practitioner. <laughs> I'm sorry. Then I'm a, and I can't even lie about that. But that's not that doesn't that does not mean I'm demeaning the relationship. That's why I said when it comes down to relationships, there's so many different kind of relationships that I'm not opposed to. It just all depends on it's about my intentions, you know. Um, and if I really want to help this person, to what extent do I want to help them? Because at, at some point, 
I can also enable their journey if I don't know when to, you know, I can aid, I can assist. I even feel like that about the women in my community. It's not even always about the men. It's about how I relate to the women who hop in my inbox who wants a reading that I get so frustrated with sometimes because they be like, I want to love reading. And I be like, baby, do you know yourself? Do you love yourself? Do you know? And not even do you love yourself, but do you do you know yourself? Because you may be in a space where you love that part of you, but you got to understand that we are all multidimensional and 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 there's always you know there's always just some other things to just explore about ourselves and about this world that we live in and being open to it like um or not being open to it you know what do you believe what are your core beliefs and if things change this way you know uh because it works for the social norm will you still do it you know what i'm saying it's kind of like how um, I know this is a little bit off subject, but hell, our relationship to money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think you can relate. That's why I feel like relationships has been boxed in. The way that we relate, I think we need to learn how to not even so much redefine it, but just respect it for what it is. You can relate to anything. You can have a relationship with yourself. Even a, a relationship too strong to yourself can be toxic because it's like, where are you learning? How are you going outside of yourself? How are you changing the existence of the world if you're just relating to yourself? Like, where is the growth in that? So I just, you know, for me, I feel like that, You know, to go back to your question, if I did meet somebody who was on that stance uh, on the lower parts of that, which I feel like I just got out of that relationship. That's so funny. I literally just got out of a relationship that was reflecting my 25-year-old self. And and the best thing that I was able to do is love him the best way that I knew how. But once it became taxing for me, I had to be honest about that and I had to let it go and let him grow to be the person that he needs to be. As much as that, it was, it was, it was, hang on a lot. At some points, it was like it's convenient for me to stay in this relationship, you know, because this person is learning. But then, okay, I'm not a manipulator though. I don't want to manipulate if I really love this person like I say I do. I want them to, and then I have to be honest about my intentions. Is this is this relationship now leaving the windows of my expectations now, or not my expectations, my intentions? Is this is this relationship leaving the window of my intentions at this point? And I think that's what happened to me personally. Um, you know, I was in a space, and then once I realized, like, yo, you know, and he helped me realize, like, this ain't what you want. <laughs> this ain't where you at no more. You know, he helped me remember, like, yo, you've been through this. He also helped me. Um, actually celebrate that I made it through that point, which is why I was able to love him unconditionally and be like, it's going to be okay because I remember being here and I remember being in this space. Um, and all I could do is provide healing and love, but also be accountable to detach myself when it's no longer working for me. Okay. So what about like when you guys, well, you women, if you're dating someone or anybody you meet, um, you're married, but you know, like when you guys have the expectations, like, you know, when you do give them the chance and they are the friends and you know, you are talking to them and here you go, do you cook? Like, you know, like, do you do this? Like, you know, they have checklists as well. So how do you like counteract that? Cause it seems like you, some of you all are willing to meet them where they are or like, you know, looking for like a spiritual, like, you know, do we vibe first? But you know, like you have these like one stop, like like I said once again, like oh one you bad, so let's check off you bad, like oh you got a job, check, no mm -hmm. kids, check, like so when they go down that list and they do, mm -hmm. like so what's the reaction? Mm. Okay, so 
Yeah, the do you cook question is commonly asked, and some people get like really annoyed by it. Um, like you. We had friends given once, and Brittany was like, uh, Can I read instructions and follow them? Yes. Like, yeah, that. <laughs> oh, that's that's really what cooking I is. Say that. Have you not seen Ratatouille? Oh, but that's, that's okay, so. <laughs> that, I mean, I do look at cooking that way, but then also, because of my love language, I look at it as an act of serve, like, not as like being somebody's servant, but like some people show their love by cooking to someone, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, you know, you can do that, but not every individual, you know, is deserving. But it's to, like you're a woman. But it's like, cook. do you cook? But yeah, I'm not, I can't cook because I'm a woman. You know what I mean? I could cook because I can follow instructions. Right. That's how I look at it, but. Um, but like I know how, if I if I don't know how to make something, I'll look on YouTube and see what they did, and I'd be like, okay, I do this, this, you know, it tastes good. But then also, what I challenge, you know, if a man asks that question, if he expects her to know how to cook, I mean, and she knows how to cook, like, yeah, I do know how to cook, and it's good. Do you want to like? Sometimes you want to cook together. Like it just depends on how you how you look at it. Um, I don't think anybody should be expected to. Um, make food because they because of their gender like I, I, I literally question, when you gonna cook for me like you it's know, like you are you just flirt. okay okay when you gonna cook for me so i was talking to my little sister and i was saying the highest paid salesman don't tell you what the product do he and he will show you what the product Facts. is about and the she the, the the brokest salesperson is the one who's just talking 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 right so that's how i view those type of individuals who are immature when you gonna cook for me if he's thinking he won't ask he will set up a situation where she may want to do it he, it's about the setup it's about the storyline it's about creating the setup like do you even like when you ask somebody that like think about do you even deserve that active service you know what i mean so that's a cancel question for me that's a trigger <laughs> and i'm that's triggered that, that's what the whole thing is what is triggering mm-hmm. See, yeah no that whole um if that's like i have a problem with that question <laughs> Not that I have a problem with that question. Like, I, I haven't really, like, I haven't had a guy in a long time ask me that question. And I'm coming to find out that majority guys that don't ask that question know how to cook. It does not matter. I could see if uh, if that question is coming up. Because um, my whole mind and everything on marriage, dating, all that. Your motherfucking ass shouldn't be asking me shit about cooking unless you're thinking about marrying me. Thanks. Yes. This is part of what we're doing. Our routine. And then your ass needs to know how to cook too because it ain't my damn job. So yeah, that's that's where the whole... <laughs> I we, we got a whole... Because I'll go through a whole thing on that neighborhood. Damn, I ain't even will your ass shouldn't ask. So yeah, mm-hmm. but I haven't had a, a guy ask me that because... Um, the last few guys that I've talked to, all of them knew how to cook. So that was never a question like... Have you ever experienced any like checklist questions though? Like... Um, no, but the expectation thing, see, it comes in when it's triggering. Because it was a guy I met at a, um, at a party and I was drunk. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about this. He grabbed my ass. I was drunk. I'm, I'm sitting here like, okay, we grabbing booty. I'm about to get a nice handful oh. of this and jiggle it. Because I ain't grabbed ass in a long time. 
But then after that happened, he was thinking like, oh, I was touchy-feely. He was expecting me to be this, that, and the other. And it was the whole thing with, I don't care if I fucked you the first night. How are you expecting me to continuously do this with you? You didn't ask me. The whole thing of us coming out here was because you wanted to get to know me. So it was like how he responded to that. And he just got so upset. It was like a... That's domestic violence. That, no. That was like one of the things I was like, no, that was super triggering. It was like, oh, no. So it's like the expectation thing and, and, and their list, only time it like becomes a problem is if they're acting off their expectations and expecting me to act a certain way. And because I'm not, especially if we didn't talk about this. Mm. And yeah, that's, that's the only time it's like a problem. But if they're doing a checklist, it's like, Half that stuff I be lying about because it's like, why are you asking me this anyway? It's like, what what do you want? So, yeah, that, that it's like the checklist. I don't even care because if, if you do have that checklist and you coming in the door with it, just like what we talked about earlier, you already expecting something, you looking for something, you have an idea of what you want, a plan thing, you're not interested in getting to know me. So that whole checklist thing is just, can you be my mm. wife? Is this wife material? Is that wife material? Is it? And it's like, without really getting to know me, it's like, yeah, the kind of checklist is a slightly superficial because mm-hmm. you're not giving the person a chance. Because it could be something that you could might, oh, I might could not mind if that's not on there mm-hmm. or something once mm-hmm. you see what kind of person they are. So that expectation thing and that checklist, they can go ahead and check on all they want to. And it's just like, hmm. So what do y'all say is because we talked a lot about like girls and young boys who aren't raised like a certain way. So then you have people, what do you, what do you want? I don't know. Somebody tall can make me laugh. Like, should it just stop at there? Like, I know you guys like are on like more of a esoteric, like, you know, are we soul ties? Are we, you know, twin flames and things of that nature? But like, what should not be the standard? But like we always always see people or young, like young girls or young boys is like you're so much better. Like you can, but they don't know what to look for because they were never taught that, and they are letting media portray who they are and what they should become. And like, is it any difference between the standards that? It, well, we know it's a difference, but like between intentions, standards, because it seems like that's what we're getting at, like standards versus expectations. Like you know, we see a lot of people. Well, I, don't, I can't say we. But I've seen a lot of people, and I think we all kind of see it, but we just write it off because that's, like, the culture. But, like, you know, toxic relationships, abusive relationships, not even physical abusive, but it's, like, verbally, it's, like, you know, you two don't belong together, but, you know, you, you we see people, like, go back and forth all the time, and that's because... What do they call it? Struggle love. Struggle love. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. Trauma like, bonding is what I call it now. Right. But just like, you don't love me if you ain't walking out and cursing me out or something like that. So, like, what should be like? Well, I'm going to answer that question by saying that it goes back to the fact that we need to restructure. We're at a, We're in a very interesting portal time, you know, just from being an astrologer and understanding time and... We are in a different age where that shit just don't work no more. <laughs> we got to set the set the standard. Um, like you said, those standards 
are rooted from our homes. They're because you got because it all starts with sex and creation. That's how people get here, right? That's the that's the number one thing. So how do you cultivate that space? Is what we need to start back from. That's why I know we probably not gonna get this deep, but I think it all stems from the home. Period. What are your mom and your dad teaching you? Um, and if you don't have mom and dad, you know what I'm saying? Even as a woman and a man who's raising you, like, what are you teaching people to oh, really boys, do for them for themselves? And I feel like when it comes down to um, what you asked in regards to, you know, like when you were talking about the trauma bonding or why people stay in certain relationships, it's because of the miseducation of themselves. You know, I think... We, the reason, I think, I'm going to keep saying this. We need to be more in tune with our oneness, with ourselves first before you can. That needs to be taught first and foremost. Like, before you go out seeking somebody, not to say that you can't figure out what you're attracted to physically or based off of your family life, you know, and your foundation, what you may be seeking. I think those things tie into it. But if you come from a harsh background or you don't come from a background with stability, you don't you really don't have that reflected in your relationships. I have this belief that we date our mothers, our fathers, and our siblings. Bullshit. That's why you gotta be willing to learn the difference because my father was an abuser. But and that's it's like that's what I'm But I'm that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying right. And that's and that's what and that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes you don't uh, unconsciously mm-hmm. when that frontal lube when you're in between the ages of like eighteen and twenty five, you don't really understand that. Until you get into those relationships and be like, what the fuck was I accepting? What, why? Because and then it's, it's a level of accountability. You know, I feel like if we stop going back and talking about how that person was toxic and I, you know, I'm glad I got out of that toxic relationship. Okay, did you change your toxic ways right. to why you attracted it in the first place? No, you didn't. So you can't sit here and demonize people. So that's another thing that we like to do because it makes us feel better. And I, I see it mostly happening with women. I don't see, I, not to say that I don't see men doing it, but I like to be held accountable for myself. I'm a woman. And my experience, even me, I've been in, when I was married and I left my husband, it took me five years to take real accountability for my shit. That whole time, even though he treated me, however he treated me, even though he didn't do what I thought he didn't do, and even though it turned out how I didn't want it to turn out, in order for me to really heal myself and really get to the point that where I'm like, you know what, I had to take accountability for where I went wrong. I had to take accountability for why I even got into that relationship in the first place. There, And I think we need to take the blame out of shit. We need to stop pointing fingers and saying, oh, it's your fault. Oh, it's, it's you know, if it ain't, if you're going to make some blame, you need to be self-accountable. And that's still not even blame. I think that's just self-accountability to just grow from where you've been. Okay, well, my background looked like this. And the way I saw my mom and my dad love each other is kind of tied into this. But it takes a level of maturity to even get to that space to understand that but a lot of people even like I said when I do readings and I have clients and I mostly get women <laughs> they never want to take accountability for their shit they want me to trauma bond with them they want me to be like oh yeah that nigga ain't shit. they want me to pull cards and say that nigga one shit no I'm here to tell you that you one shit and that's why you attracted him who wasn't shit <laughs> Like that meme. <laughs> <laughs> that meme and a terror reader said that. She's like, shut up that damn <laughs> like, And that's why people don't like me. Because I'm too honest. And the thing is, it's about 
And and it's it, and, and being honest, even with myself, it was parts of myself in the past that I'm like, I do not like her. I don't fuck with that. That was trash. You got to be willing to be open to say and then transcend from that. You are not your circumstances either. But I feel like a lot of shame and guilting that comes from a culture, you know what I'm saying? Like slut shaming and, you know, things of that nature, you know what I'm saying? Right, oh, that comes okay. into play. Right. So now you feel like, oh, because I held it down for so long and I didn't cheat on him, be cheat on me. But, Baby, whatever you needed to do to get out that relationship, you should have done it. You know what I'm saying? But it, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't try to put it on your loyalty. Don't try to put it on um, your ability to cook for him. Don't try to put it on your ability to do all of these other things you felt like that he wanted when you didn't even know what you wanted. Because as women, we are also leaders. We can, we actually are the, the, we, we, not to say that men are not supposed to be held accountable because I do understand that men are not really taught properly. Um, and it's not their fault, but I feel like as women, we have to also know what we stand for on that other side because we actually wasn't really, we just got prepared to be a wife. That's how we were taught in our households. In our households, we were brought up, you know, the Disney stories taught us how to be this and that. But all of that shit is false. Once we understand that there's no real fairy tale like that, and honestly, my fairy tale is a little bit more turned up, you know what I'm saying? Like, so are the originals, but I keep You're right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? They die happily ever after. Facts. When I, when I heard about some of these stories of these princesses, and oh, I'm yeah, like, why were we watching this? Why were we trained to think like this? Like, so that do not keep a man. A man will still cheat on me. Like, period. And then it will and then it will still be my fault. Like, not even saying that it's my fault that he stepped out. But I'm I'm just saying, like, it would just be it, in retrospect, it would just be, you know, so it's it's all about taking control of your fucking life. And yeah. as women, I think the polars are shifting and women are taking control over their lives and we're taking it in such a way, but it can also become toxic as fuck because we can be the ones that's manipulating. And because I think that's how it started, too. You know, when you think about it, I think it has started from me. Lilith? No, that's not. Lilith! You better talk about it, Sash. You better talk about Adam's first wife. You better talk about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we have to also understand the dark parts and it's not always bad i just like to say light and dark you have to understand that other aspect of us as women who also are rulers (laughs) we are rulers too so we have to also understand our power and how we have manipulate certain things to make certain things that underlining shit that we don't want to deal with and then we wonder why our men don't treat us right you know what i'm saying we got to understand they come from our womb. <laughs> Period. They come from our womb. So what did you... And, and I'm just saying, like, even as women, like I said with that video, was talking about how women don't take account, or women are either uh, competing with their women or they're coddling or they make their sons, their surrogate husbands. Like, that video got, gave me my whole life because I was like, that's every fucking man that I attract. I always attract men who got this weird ass underlining connection with their mother and it's not the connection that you're like, oh, he respects his mother. It's like, no. That woman, that that mother don't want you to take take that space because she had an unsuccessful and that and we don't even talk about the manipulation that women do even as mothers to their sons. I need to, we need to talk about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like the odious complex, right? That un- 
it's so weird. It's that so crazy weird. Love between the son and his mother. It's kind of like the, the undermining that you do with the woman, and and I, yeah, I take that shit to heart because I lost my mom at eleven years old. So honestly, I feel like that's scary for me when I fall in love with a man. I don't have my my parents and shit to back me up. You know what I'm saying? But I, we, if I have children, it's like. Everything is whatever his mom, you know, and depending on that and how that can be undermined because I don't have my mom. That's like an underlying fear for me that I'm, and and that's the thing too, but that's why I'm being more intentional and changing my own reality and healing from my own traumas because that's something to just think about because I've watched it happen so many times of mothers manipulating their sons, like, and, and and the thing is so sad to me because them it'd it be the men that I really love because those are the men who are actually nurturers the men the men who are in tune with their feminine side but the men that's in tune with their feminine side for the benefit of their mother so if their mother feel like oh you're taking that away from me they gonna do other little shit to make you feel like you are like trying to take you away from her or whatever the case may be like it's just that you know so. I'm stop because you're getting on mom and daddy issues. I'm sorry. My bad. I know. I don't need to. Let me run the back. I'm sorry. I always do that. I always do that. I want to answer, like, uh, you know, the difference between, you know, intentions, standards, expectations, um, if they should be set, and when. Like, because, like, I feel like a lot of people have issues because they don't set the boundaries. Like, that's something that's often talked about a lot. So, um, is lack of boundaries, is it the same as lack of expectations or lack of standards? Or are they not the same thing at all? I'm not going to mention intentions with that because that's something separate that you do your self-work on. So, if you two want to answer that question and any closing remarks? Um, I would say that still has a lot to do with self. Um, they're not all exactly the same. Um, as far as on what your own expectations... As far as on what your own expectations and intentions are for self and, and self and what it is that you want or what it is that you're trying to build, that's when certain boundaries are put up or standards or this, that, and the other. Um, as far as setting them, that makes a difference because now you're involving somebody else. So it can't just be a thing, they we set this XYZ day and this what so it's like it's a lot of uh, discussion that needs to go on when you have a friend or a partner or whatever because it's not just a one-sided mm. decision-making thing. And at the same time, you have to know their boundaries and expectations or whatever. And this is where all the discussion and stuff comes in. It, it probably better comes in as a friend when it's kind of less pressure as opposed to like a fuck buddy because then those things kind of change, can be finesse. Um, I mean, everybody has their, there is no set anything. Mm. And that's where we fuck up at because Mm. we feel this needs to be here and this needs to be that. It's just like, and wherever you are in life and whatever decision that you're making, make sure you 100 in making your decision. So if he cheat or do whatever the fuck he does, that's his life. Or her life or whoever it is. But it's all about your walk and what it is that you're trying to do. And what you want to accomplish. And then when this other person comes in, that's when the discussion change from you to the us. So, I mean, it really depends on the person and what, what, what you are. I'm, for me, myself, I'm fairly open to it. I don't have a set thing right now. Fuck, I could die tomorrow. I ain't really caring. So, it's just like one of the things, like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm not at a place where I'm focused on that. But I'm more so focused on me 
and what I want to put out there and what I want to, whether it's putting it out there to my sisters, to the men, to my, you know, whatever. So that's what I'm focused on. And it's like whatever boundaries I need to set up to protect myself and that or and sometimes I need to be a little more open. But it's like all in being real to myself and following my gut. And paying attention to what my spirit is saying. Because if my spirit is telling me no, or if it needs to set up this or do this, then that's what I'm really paying attention to. And and I'm to a point where everything is in line. If my spirit and my mind is saying that my pussy is in agreement with it, it ain't no my thing. This is often, but I want this. So it, it makes a total difference when everything is in agreement and you going forward with whatever moves you need to make. From the me to the us. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually kind of want to go back to the last question really quick and then go up into, I guess, my final, what do you say, call it the final words, or closing remarks. So you said, like, how do we get out of, like, this cycle? Like you said, a young person may say, I want somebody who is tall and can make me laugh. Because right. they don't know. Because right. they don't know. Well, unfortunately, since they don't know, they have to go on that path mm. while unknowing. We can't do anything about that. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, at the end of the day, like that's that's just how it's gonna be. Um, that's how it was for me and for a lot of us, and we're gonna just have to grow from that. So when we talk about the people, the men or women who may make ignorant remarks like do you know how to cook when you going to cook for me even though they don't know me like that. Um or <laughs> you know you know or um have all these these expectations and a checklist that they absolutely need everything on there of. They just have to be that way until they eventually decide that they're going to change, you know? It's just going to keep happening and We don't have to deal with unnecessary havoc, but it comes with you acknowledging that you don't have to listen or deal with um, unnecessary havoc. Um, Something that I'm that I've been on for maybe a year now is just keeping your eye on the goal. Like you said, you we could not be here tomorrow. You know, we don't want that. But if it happens, you know. A part of life is actually, you know, death, right? So everybody has a has a uh, focal point. Everybody has a light at the end of the tunnel, which is their 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 story that is written out. So everything like on the way is just like this or that lesson learned. Oh, you didn't learn. Oh, you're gonna keep doing it until um, you learn your lesson. But there's still that light. You want to get to the end to that light. You know, you could take a scooter. You could take a bike. You can walk. You know. So we're just on this path. So a lot of times when our people, you know, we get so fixated on the drama, on the havoc, thinking whether we're thinking that we deserve the havoc, uh, subconsciously, unconsciously, or thinking that we that we just too good to um, even be down to earth. And then that's a whole nother trauma because now you're probably verbally or abusing someone because you see yourself, you're an elitist, right? So I just feel like, you know, that's how I feel about the whole thing. And if you know who you are, then you'll know what you want and you'll be in alignment with yourself and people will be able to see that and they they'll just want to like they want to be right next to that they'll just reflect that mm-hmm. we can't make anybody do anything yes. you know so that's how i feel with with the whole dating thing and you know every not everybody but i can speak for myself we tried to be that person that was 
trying to be some way for that person or trying to be some way because our parents or whomever we're trying to impress that's what that's what they think we should be but you're actually harming yourself in in the process of doing that so those children those kids that's like i just want somebody who's tall and can make me laugh well they're just gonna have to laugh and enjoy that tall man until he leads them into something at least they were intentional though that's what i that's you know? i think that's the part of it that i feel like it's not wrong it's i feel not like wrong. if you if you're that young if you're 16 then what, yeah. what else do you want you should actually want somebody who is tall and can make you laugh at 16 just don't get pregnant just don't you know but sometimes it happens i mean right it i mean and, happen. I, and, I, and i guess that's that's a whole nother that's you, a whole yeah, nother ball a whole, game that's, that's a whole nother ball but game you should because, want that because when we're 16. talking about because when we're talking about dating that's a difference between sex too because also not to say that 16 year olds are not going to have sex but we also need to leave the standard for people to have what they want tangibly as a 16 year old 15 year old my daughter told me i just want somebody who's tall and can make me laugh i'm gonna say that's a good that's a good start you know what i'm saying (laughs) to a degree i mean but that thing was i was like you can't read like you know in high school some people can't read (laughs) i mean i mean yeah some of us are but but, okay of course you want people to have those natural abilities to to read and be fundamental but the fact that you have to even think about oh i want a man that makes six figures means you're coming you're living out of lack so why don't you have it for your why can't you make that for yourself or who's to say that if that man is not making six figures that you still can't be happy well you can be happy without that but that's where i do i'm a person that believes that we deserve what we want i mean you shouldn't cut somebody completely off if they don't make six figures right but i do think that you if if that's what you want really what you're saying is not you but the person who says i want somebody with six figures they want somebody who has a level of stability right so but you, stability does not mean a man mean with six, six figures don't mean that he only, got stability but, baby he right. could be six figures and then y'all could be married 10 years now he beating your ass because he got mommy and daddy issues exactly or you or you're successful now he's jealous of your success because you make those six figures for yourself so i just i what i feel like is just being intentional is important this ain't even about what you asking for like you said every individual can ask for what they want but you can't say oh because somebody just wants somebody that's tall and, and, and they make you laugh that means they may be fulfilled with inside where they don't need nothing else like what else do you need outside of yourself and that's why i am about being intentional about relating because a lot of people are relating out of lack <laughs> a lot of people want something outside of themselves like i said the 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 project the reality that their egos have created can stop you from really getting what you truly need like you may not need x y and z and of course that may be i mean if if you if y'all starting a business together how about saying this i want a man that has the ability <laughs> to make six figures if that's necessary but you can't have a projected reality to say i want six figures you may not need six figures to make yourself happy so now your intentions are off but you don't know that you're asking for an intention that's off because you feel like i want to be stable what makes you feel that you're not stable what makes you feel like as long as you got water as long as you got food as long as you got shelter a lot of stuff i feel like even our economic system is based off of uh, ego projected reality. It's off of fear. The reason why we are oppressed the way that we are oppressed is because of a fear of a whole nother species. I don't know. I gotta side with Brittany. Like, I get what you're saying, but then that's how we get those men like, I'm breathing, ain't I? Like, that's well, all I gotta well, do. But like, no, but that, but see, know, but, but I still, but I, but I still think that's okay. 
of course you but i feel like it's still about it's still about it's still about words and intentions because i'm not saying you should not want six figures because now you're cutting yourself for short of getting the eight figures i'm just but i'm saying you asking for six figures you want a man to give you six figures when he has the capacity to make eight is what i'm saying like be mindful what you ask for you you say because it's like you you now you're making money and the income the source of your happiness and and if you're not careful about how you are intentional you can say hey i just want a man who has the ability to make six figures he don't have to have but at least be able to manage six figures because honestly when you think about it like it, it, it even just in our food chain yo like we have enough land where people shouldn't even be starving yo that's just the illusion that we live in in this world. Why do we see homeless people? That's a projected illusion reality to say, oh, it's not enough food for everybody when there's land to actually grow food on, on, on this earth. But I mean, but those I, I women who say that, really what they're saying is they're value-based. I feel like black women are the only mm-hmm. women who are called gold diggers when we're actually value-based. Well, I'm not even saying you're a gold digger. I'm not no. even going that far. No, no, no. I'm talking I'm about just... intentional. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like in like in general, right? You know, um, the whole six-figure thing. And then some, some men will say, oh, well, it ain't just about the money. What about our connection? Love. Right? What about, oh, that's real. Which, okay, so it's like language, right? Like some women speak the language of I love myself. I will also want somebody to love who also. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm about va- like I'm a value based woman, so I may have an expectation of X Y Z. So mm-hmm. that's not saying. But what, oh, what if that value changes? What if the the way that money is valued changes? Which it is. What if the way that money is valued changes? Then what reality are you living in? I think when women say that, they're also talking about the lifestyle of an individual who makes six figures. But I get what you're saying. You're saying words are spells. So if you say, I want somebody who makes six figures and you get together, you may cut yourself off there. You guys can grow in so many different ways. It's not just about the money. But I'm definitely an advocate for like, if if you're looking for something of of, uh, longevity, you should definitely want something I mean don't get me wrong I don't want you to think that I'm not saying that I want a man I get what you're saying that can have that I ain't never saying that I get what you're saying money doesn't have value anymore and I think what she's saying is like you just want to have the ability and to be a provider like she said money was like but but I think that was what I was saying in the first place I wasn't saying what you were saying is wrong no no I'm just saying you have to goes back to what I said at the beginning you got to be intentional Right. Because sometimes women may be asking for that value when they're cutting themselves short. And you may get that dollar amount. You may get that value. You may get somebody who gives you the world. But then now you got a man who's emotionally unavailable. Mm-hmm. Now you got a man who's working so much. Now when you are having a baby and going through postpartum <laughs> depression, he don't understand that. Because he's too busy making those figures to make sure that 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 foundation is set for you now he's uh, now so it's like i'd rather be the person to ask for what i need versus what i feel like my ego is projecting for me to want you know sometimes is it safe to say that you just don't want nobody broke like and that could be broken spirit (laughs) yeah it's so (laughs) many different financially like yeah it's definitely um yes you can be more like a broke mindset but i I feel like that all ties into it you can't leave the the spiritual outside of the physical the spiritual translates into the the physical and and it goes back to what i was going to say about this new moon that's coming up in scorpio this new moon in scorpio is all about how and it's in 
And also with Pluto being in Capricorn, a lot of just really fast with Pluto being in Capricorn, we are restructuring the ideas of what this is supposed to look like. Um, and when that's sex, that's intimacy and that's death. So once we have a better understanding of that, so you also got to think about not even so much a wealthy but a wealthy mindset. I just that's why I just changed the, the language to the ability to make the figures. Because if you're piss poor spiritually, how do you expect to be rich or wealthy physically? And I think that's the difference that's between the Taurus energy, which is all about material possessions, which we had a full moon in Taurus, good time to manifest those tangible things mm -hmm. to get you where you need to be so you can be able to you know, use your gifts to do what you're destined to do, destined to do that may not have anything to do with money. And then you got the new moon in Scorpio, which is like, okay, in order to accumulate that, what does your spiritual currency looks like though? Because the universe is not going to bless you with all of these figures if you're not, or if they, if you are blessed with this, these figures or this money or this resources, you may not even have the spirit to use it right. So that's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Alright, thank you for coming out. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank Great you. Conversation. Yes. Yeah, that was a good conversation. Mm -hmm. That was. Thank you so much. I'm a Scorpio moon, so I didn't know that until like recently. So when it comes